This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How to prepare for the transition from the honeymoon period to life. Well, the honeymoon period typically lasts when you're infatuated, you're head over heels in love, you're goo gaga, everything they do is cute. What's interesting is when people get together in a relationship, they're always focused on what they like about the other person. And then towards the end of the relationship, they're focused on the things they can't stand about the person. And so once the honeymoon period wears off and the infatuation goes away, it's, you get to a place where you still love the person, then the question becomes are you going to make the effort? Because the biggest complaint, obviously, that women have is guys are romantic at first, you know, first year or so, and then they just stop. And the average guy thinks, oh, well, that was the courtship phase, and now we're married or we're in a relationship or we're living together, and so I don't have to do that stuff anymore. And obviously, women want to be in a love story. And you guys know better than men do that if a guy cares, he's going to continue to make the effort to date and court you. And if he doesn't care, he'll make excuses when you complain about it or you bring it up to him, and he just won't make the time to make you feel special. And the reality is, because you know, especially some of the shorts that are getting a lot of views on TikTok and Instagram last few days, guys are complaining, oh, women only care about money, and that's the only way to get a girl is money, and that's a cope, because if they're broke and they say, well, I can't get a woman because I don't have money, then that's their story. That's mm-hmm. their reality. They don't have to do anything. They don't have to change anything. They don't have to raise their value proposition. They don't have to try to find a job making more money or ask for a raise or start a business or nothing because it's totally not their fault because they don't have money. And the reality is I, I started seeing this when I was in my 20s. I had a lot of friends that grew up with a silver spoon in their mouth, quite frankly, and they were good-looking guys. They came from wealthy families. They got new cars when they turned 16. And then when they graduated or got into college, they got another new car. They got apartments. All their clothes were paid for. Tommy Hilfiger, always buying you know nice stuff at the store because daddy and mommy paid for that. And I remember one of my friends in particular was a really handsome guy. Girls loved him. But he was the biggest fucking pussy in the world. He was too... He's a big, tall guy, handsome, German... His sis- he had two sisters. They were absolutely gorgeous. And he always would date real pretty girls. But after a few months of dating, they you could tell he would just turn into like a total puppy dog. He's one of those friends that when he gets into a relationship, he just disappears. You never hear from him. You'll make plans to get together with you and your group of friends, and he would just never show up. And then you're like, hey, what happened? Well, we had plans. And he would just kind of act stupid like he didn't know anything about it because he was so pussy-whipped. And the problem was is that because he was so soft and so weak and too nice because he was basically raised by his nannies, 
because his, you know, his mom was an alcoholic, basically, and she drank and partied, and, and dad was always building his empire overseas, and so he wasn't around. And so he was raised by a bunch of women, and so that turned him into a really nice guy. And the problem was, even though he was handsome, even though he had money, he was smart, usually about six months, three, four months down the, down the road, you could just tell the girls just started walking all over him. First, it would start out as kind of testing, and he would never stand up for himself. And then it would get to the point where he would date these girls, and they were beautiful, but they didn't respect him because he was such a pussy. And then what ends up happening, he finds out they're cheating on him, and, and that happened to a bunch. His, um, his high school girlfriend ended up fucking his best friend. And, high, and they're like 16, 17 years old. And then obviously that was why they broke up. And they remained friends for many years after that. She was a beautiful girl. She won the Miss Hawaiian Tropic contest. And it's like I saw that over and over. The guy had everything. He had handsome looks. He had nice car, nice place to live. He came from a wealthy family. He's just set up for life. And yet he acted like a bitch. And women always treated him like a bitch. And eventually he got married and he... Married a girl that was really nice, he liked, but um, there were girls that he dated that just treated him like trash and walked all over him, and he was just goo goo gaga over them. And his problem is he couldn't keep them attracted. And so being handsome, being good looking, being charming, having game, that'll get you in the door. But what you do to get a woman is what you do to keep her. And, and we're, because a large portion of my phone sessions are with guys that they got served a divorce papers or they got dumped or they got friend zoned and they're trying to get the girl back and 99% of the time it's always the same two things they stopped dating and courting her and they didn't make her feel heard and understood and if you don't date and court your woman eventually some other guy is going to come along and make her feel special and she'll start feeling feelings for him because you're not doing anything anymore and eventually she'll leave and depending upon her level of character and integrity a good woman comes from a good family is just going to recognize this guy is a pussy. She'll break it off with him, get her own place again or whatever, take some time to spend with friends or family, going back to the gym. And when she gets ready, then she'll start dating again. But if he's dating a woman that has you know, no character at all, she'll hit on his best friend. She'll hit on his business partner. She'll sleep with his neighbor. She'll line up guys and potential boyfriends why she'll still, she's still with the guy and giving him the impression, oh, yeah, she's totally in. And then as soon as she finds somebody that she really likes that pushes her buttons, then she dumps him. And the next thing you hear is a couple of days later, hey, I just saw your now ex-girlfriend all over this dude at a restaurant. And you guys broke up like three days ago. And he's like, how does that happen? And so how badly you get burned either just being dumped unexpectedly or getting dumped and then finding out your girl's cheating on you or that she's already got a new boyfriend you know that all is going to be the result of the vetting and so what typically happens is the guys make the effort during the infatuation and the honeymoon period and then the longer they're together they just oh i gotta work late i gotta do this i gotta do that they get into like provider mode oh i gotta make more money we're gonna do this oh, we're gonna save money we're not gonna go on trips we're not gonna go on as many dates we want to buy a house. And so they stop doing the little things. And what happens is the women fall out of love slowly over time just because they everything that made them successful, they stop doing it basically. And that is the biggest problem that guys are going to have, especially when they get six months, 12 months down the road in a relationship, is doing that. Because when the infatuation is going away, when you feel comfortable in the relationship – 
when you no longer fear that she's going to leave you or love you, the fact that you're, you've experienced that you're more with her and being in a relationship, you get lazy, you get complacent, you get soft. You think, hey, it's, I got this. It's in the bag. And so there'll be days where you're tired, you come home, you don't feel like having sex. You're like, all right, well, we'll have sex this weekend maybe. And then what happens is the intimacy, you know, because in healthy relationships, especially ones that last decades, is they're always having sex at least two to three times a week. When it's less than that, the relationship is like 95% not going to work out. And so that's a big thing is the intimacy slowly goes away and then the guy only wants to have sex when he wants a release. And then he's not taking her out on dates so she doesn't feel special. And then she gets pissed off because he wants sex but he never wants to date, never wants to do things to make her feel special. And eventually she doesn't feel special and she doesn't feel attracted. Then she doesn't even want to have sex with the guy mm-hmm. anymore. And so the hard transition is to, it's like once the infatuation is gone, it's like the emotionally compelling reason why you did all those things is not there. It's not nearly as intense as it once was. And then at that point, it's just discipline. It's like, you know, going to the gym. It's like having Kwong, a friend of mine that owns a bunch of CrossFit or owns a CrossFit gym. That's one thing that he would notice is that a guy would go through a breakup. He'd come in, start doing CrossFit, 90 days he's you know in great shape and usually what happened is he'd meet a girl that was also in crossfit oftentimes because and she's there because she had a breakup so there, you know there's two fit and shape people they start dating and he's like after they start dating usually 90 days they're both gone they're not coming in and then a year year and a half i mean kwang went through this it's like he's got the numbers down and then like a year and a half they you know one or both of them start coming back in they're overweight they're out of shape and they're only coming back in because they had a breakup. Mm-hmm. And they get fit, they get shaped, they meet somebody else in the gym, they get into a relationship, and then both those people disappear. Year, year and a half later, they're same back in process. there. Same thing. It's like the same pattern over and over and over again. It's you know, like Jocko Willink says, discipline equals freedom. And what happens with these guys and girls is they're not disciplined. They stop doing all the things that made them successful. And so that's the hard thing. The hard thing is to... Take your girl out when you don't feel like it or you're tired or, hey, let's just, you know, order some pizzas and some soda for the kids and put a Disney movie in. And hopefully, we'll, you know, me and the old lady will get a little action after that we put the kids to bed. But they're both tired. And it's like, and it just, so life gets in the way and they stop doing the little things. And so the key is to continue to do those things. And so statistically... If you want to keep your woman happy, you should be fucking her brains out at least two to three times a week and giving her happy finishes. That keeps the intimacy super important. And you got a date and quarter. You know, granted, if you got kids and you know they got soccer games and football and baseball and all these different sports or dance, if you got girls or whatever. Ideally, if you're married and you're busy as hell like that, you should at least have a date night, at least two, maybe three times. A month, and so you're you're even when you don't feel like it, you're gonna have to do these things, because you got to think in terms of what's the pain you're gonna experience if you don't date and court your girl properly. Eventually, some other guy is gonna date and court her properly for you, and then she'll become his girlfriend. And so you have to do these things if you want to keep your relationship. You're gonna have to make the effort even when you don't feel like it, because. Love is an act. You go to all relationships to give. 
And so you got into the relationship and you started giving. And then at some point you're like, hey, I got this. She loves me. I'm amazing. And then they stop giving. And when they stop giving, she stops giving. The intimacy slows down. And then oftentimes it stops completely. And so the guy's not happy. He's complaining. He's not getting laid. She's mad because she doesn't feel heard and understood or special. And then she dips out. And so it's like once the honeymoon period is worn off, it's like you're going to have every day you're going to get up and you're like, I'd rather work late or I'll go to the gym tomorrow. It's just little the little battles that you you go go through every day in your mind and your mentality. And it's like it happens very slowly. And it's it's usually not till six months, 12 months later that you realize because especially guys been following me for a long time. and I do these emails. It's. It's not until things get really bad. The guys normally notice that she's losing attraction and she's complaining about things. But their ego says, oh, everything's great. And they just ignore it. And it's not until she's packed her shit and left that they're like, oh, my God, I need to get back into Corey's book. Or I need to do a phone session with him to, to turn things around. And so the downside is, is if you don't date and court her, somebody else will. That's just a fact of life. If you don't like it, don't get into a relationship. Just date casually. But if you want to maintain a relationship long term, you're going to have to continually date and court your girlfriend or your wife. And if you're not down for that, if you don't want to do that, even when you don't feel like, in other words, if you do it when you don't feel like it, you'll be fine. Couples that care make the effort, even when they're tired. They make time for each other. They don't let the kids. They don't let work. They don't let anything get in between their their the relationship between the two of them. Because if the relationship between the two of you suffers, then it spills over the relationship with the kids, and then it affects your work, it affects your friendships, and things spiral out of control. So two to three times a week, got to be having sex. If you don't have kids, you should have be having a date night at least once a week. And where you plan the date, don't, you know, another thing guys tend to do long term is they, they go from running and leading everything to, well, what do you want to do tonight, honey? Where do you want to go eat? And then slowly, over time, as they start making the woman the man in the relationship, and then she tends to resent that because she signed up for the guy that was a leader that she could follow, a guy that she admired, that she respected and looked up to. And if you stop being that guy she fell in love with, she'll fall out of love with you, and eventually, if you don't turn around, she'll leave. That's just the harsh, harsh reality of life. doesn't matter if you got money. doesn't matter if you got good looks. If you don't date and court her, and you don't make her feel heard and understood, eventually she's going to leave you. That's just a fact of life. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, what you were saying about, um, like when you're the person is tired and you feel exhausted from your week or, you know, um, I've dated, um, guys before that, um, like if you're tired or exhausted and, you know, you're not doing courting her and you kind of you like, you're thinking to yourself, oh, I need to do these things. I wouldn't let her know when you're tired or exhausted that you don't want to take her out or do anything because eventually 
she's going to think that, oh, he just doesn't want to do anything with me anymore. And then every, every time you're tired, you're just like, she just feels alone and, you know, by herself. So she's going to stop asking you to take her out. Eventually, you guys give up after a period of yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. You give a guy, it's like six months, a year. I mean, like, I've seen guys that have been, because another thing guys will do, especially long-term relationships, it's like guys have been together for many decades their wife leaves them or moves out or serves them with divorce papers. And what I see oftentimes is they'll go through a really bad time in business and they'll really struggle. And so they start focusing on their business or they go through some kind of a health challenge. You know, guys that are normally really fit, really in shape, their kids have grown up, they're amazing. And they always had a great relationship. He was always the alpha and in the relationship, she's always respected him. And they, the guys mistakenly think, hey, we've been together for multiple decades. Our kids are amazing. I'm going through a rough time. I should be able to lean on her. And what I see is what happens is the guys make the women their mommies or their therapist or mommies and their therapist. And so now he's no longer the guy she fell in love with. He's no longer the leader. He's no longer the guy that she respects, she admires, she looks up to, that she wants to follow his lead and you you've been together 20 30 years you got about six to 12 months as a man where you can flail around be depressed go through a tough time cry the blues about your business or your stock investments that blew up on you or the job you got fired from if you don't turn things around and get back to being the man she's going to get turned off and she's going Mm -hmm. to leave you doesn't matter how many decades you've been together or how much money you have or how good looking you are. I mean, the fact of the matter is if the love story stops that you started, she eventually is not going to be with you. Eventually she will leave. And women divorce guys and in the breakup or in the relationship 75% of the time. That's just the facts. Yeah, definitely um, when men are starting, especially a new business because everything's fresh. And there's some, of, some of them are not, they don't know quite what they're doing yet for some of them. And the woman's, yeah, we're going to listen the first couple of times that you're complaining about how everything's not going well. But if you're just for like months and months on end, if you just keep being down and complaining and complaining to her, like Corey said, they're not your mom. And they're not doing anything to fix it. Right. And then it's just like, and then they start getting angry at you for certain different things. And then it's just not fun. And then it's just, the woman becomes a therapist rather than your lover, your friend, your you know your confidant. Like she just thinks you're being a beta after that. So. Yeah, and even when you're trying to tell him and lead him into the right direction, it's like they don't it, listen. It, it makes him even more upset. It's just like, what do you want? Yeah, and then they complain. You never listen to me. <laughs> you never because they're acting like women. After that, they're acting like women. Like there's only so many times I can listen to you bitch and complain about how something's not going right if it's not going right find a solution and fix it just like anything else you would find because it makes you feel unsafe after a period of time because he's not turning things around and you're supposed to be following his lead and he's flailing around going basically life's too hard i can't hack it i can't handle it yeah and then that forces you to move into your masculine and you know especially where you got a situation where like i know there was an email recently where i did where a guy lost his job and then he just flailed around. Oh, I've been out of work six months. And he's, you know, playing video games or whatever. And his, his girlfriend is working, coming home. And she's paying all the bills. And she was supportive at first. But six months later, she comes home from a day of work. And he's sitting on the couch eating Cheetos and playing video games. And 
hey, did you call anybody today? Did you send any resumes out? No, I'm going to do that tomorrow, babe. And after a while, it's just like, now you're, instead of having a teammate in equal, now she's living with a child, a man baby that's basically sponging off her and made her the leader in the relationship. In other words, he's basically the girl now, just sitting home, you know, doing nothing. Have you guys seen that um, that movie on Netflix? It's with Harry Styles. Yes, and I love it. It's like a it's a mind twisting thing. I don't want to spoil it, but I'm pretty sure you guys aren't going to watch it. Anyways. Does it involve him wearing a dress? No, no. it doesn't. It's like kind of um, where they're sat in like the it's like a satire that's like set in the 1950s, and the women are the housewives. They do everything for their husband. They come home, make the martini, dinner's ready, and. Um, the guys go to work every morning yeah. and come home and everything's, like, ready for them. But I might as well just tell the story. Just tell the story. Yeah. yeah, so it turns out that um, the guy was, a, a like, a writer um, in real life. And there was, like, a system, like an AI thing where they would put the AI in the eye and the lady was going to leave him because she wasn't... Like she wasn't, he wasn't. She was a doing, nurse. Yeah, and she wasn't doing anything. And he would get mad that she wouldn't come home, but he was just sitting at home, not writing, not doing his projects. So she was gonna not leave. Not following his purpose. So he made her into an AI. So they would just be laying in their bed in the like the actual the this time, you know, our present time. And so they'd be laying in the bed, and when they put the things in their eyes, they would they would vision like they, they would, would be in like, the fifties. Yeah, like they wouldn't be able to tell yeah. if they were living in a dream world. But right. she she didn't know because he knocked her out. So he knocked her out and put her in a, a dream world. Like Where it was, yeah. Perfect. And they could yeah. never leave. And then there was one housewife that left, and they, like, tried to kill her, put her away She somewhere. realized, like, she was in a virtual reality, and she was trying to get out of it, so they killed her. Yeah, and all the husbands in the group did it. And the house, one housewife knew about it, but she she wanted to stay there because, I guess, in the real world, her children were dead. So to prevent their women from leaving them, they put them in virtual reality. In a perfect so world. So they could coast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So instead of him actual in like real life working his ass off and doing what he needs to do as a man, he went the easy route and chose a virtual reality that will keep her happy and comfortable. And him, he doesn't really have to do much. Yeah, but. just living in a, a weird, yeah, space time continuum. <laughs> that was a good movie, though. It, it was, was really it good. Was, that was really. What was good. the name of it? I forgot. I can't remember it either. It's written by um, Olivia Wilde. Oh, she's actually in the movie too um, but it was actually a really good movie it's crazy because I don't think we're too far along from stuff like that things like that happening yeah if you got problems with your wife your girlfriend in the future just stick her in virtual reality right and she'll never leave you so crazy that's scary yeah <laughs> I'm gonna make sure I stay on my P's and Q's 